last week on Married to the Games. So in the daytime when people can see you, you're like, yeah, I just like headshotting people. You yeah. know, that's no thing. I'm just At head- night when nobody's looking, you're like, oh, let me try to put these candies together. Me and Hall are going to enjoy making fun of uh, Tim and his age and his shots. Thank and, you. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Just keep, get, keep, it, keep it going. This is good. Just keep it going. If I mix a striped one with a wrapped one, something crazy <laughs> happens. Oh my gosh, you get a shirt made that says George shot first. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Oh, oh, that's perfect. That's perfect. Uh. Oh, yes, yes, y'all. It's your boy, Gabriel. Oh, yes, yes, y'all. Kids and wives and nine to fives, but we are married to the games. Zero, three, five. It's good to be here. Thank you guys for listening. Gabe Patillo, like I said, with you with Timothy Hall and Tim Router, of course. We talk about life and games, games and life. We got another interview for you guys today, which is kind of cool. Super cool for me. I love uh, this week's guest. His name is Kai Wilhelmsen. It's a crazy last name. Don't let it scare you. He is a voice actor, and we're going to be talking to him. Uh, And he does exclusively video games, which I didn't know. And so it'll be cool talking to him today. But right now, we're going to hear from my man, Tim Router. Yeah, buddy. What it do for your week, brethren? How you doing, boys? Good, good, good. Good deal. That's awesome. Um, yeah, this week is it's been kind of <clears throat> a bit of a roller coaster. Uh, we had one of Lauren's customers who we've known for about five, six years. And uh, I actually used to ride bikes with her husband. He works over at Land Rover. Um, she uh, has been battling cancer for about five and a half years. And on Friday, I got the, the text that she had passed away. So oh, it was, no. yeah, it was kind of, it was a bittersweet weekend. Um, they're such an awesome couple. They have a 10 year old son and, oh, gosh. and her spirit during the whole process of cancer. It wasn't like a woe is me thing. She was always just like, we are going to get through this. She was such a fighter. She went through breast cancer. Then she went through, um, then she had it again in oh, like my God. two or three years. Then she had, um, bone and liver cancer. Oh my God. And she, you know, she was in a, a clinical uh, study and and they were doing all kinds of tests to help out and uh, she she just had this amazing uh, attitude the whole time but yeah it was it was kind of bad so the funeral was on Monday and and Lauren and I went and, oh man I just hate funerals and it was awful but every I mean it was an amazing turnout everybody was just uh, singing her praises and um, so she leaves uh, her husband and a, her ten year old son so Stephen and Ethan we love you and. Um, yeah, so that was that was kind of bittersweet. But um, other than that, you know, just just working, and uh, we are preparing <clears throat> to head up to New York. Lauren, every year around this time, has the National Stationery Show oh, at, there you go. in New York City at the Javits Center. So she has been working late nights because she they're throwing a party the day before the show. <clears throat> she and two other uh, vendors are going to like have this little soiree kind of thing. So she's trying to get all scrambled and trying to get all this stuff. So a lot of late nights for her, but, um, 
which means I get to get some Borderlands 2 in. Ooh. Oh, nice. I've, I've got some... I don't know how many hours I put into that, but I'm doing pretty much all of the side missions right now. Uh, and then once I finish most of those, then I go into the main missions. Um, but, man, that game is good. It's just... Yeah, it's really fun, man. It is. It's a lot of fun. And in Hall, I keep hearing the Goliaths when they go, "Welcome to die." And oh I just, I just have your, I have your voice when you did that on our podcast the other, that, like long time ago. And I just keep laughing every time I hear it. It's so freaking funny. It is, and it's 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 got to be intentional. There's no way they they. Oh, of course. I purpose. mean, it's such an internet meme slash joke slash yeah, everything. Right. So it's just hilarious. And the funny thing is, did you do the one side mission where you get the trophy? Uh, well, that was easy. Hmm. I don't know if you remember it, but the side mission is. I, I have, might have. Yeah. All you have to do is is go up to this bandit and shoot him in the face. Boom! You get a trophy for it. It was oh, awesome. Yeah. I did. I nice. did do that one. It I was did. awesome. I just did that the other day. I'm like, oh man, that was the easiest thing ever. It was great. That's so cool. <laughs> and you get yeah. a trophy for it. So that was awesome. Yeah, but, I definitely awesome. remember that one. That's cool. Yeah, it's a it's a great game. I think I'm on chapter thirteen or fourteen. So I'm taking my sweet time because I I think. I don't know. Do you remember how many chapters there are in the? I don't, but man, you're get you're gonna get. I think I think you're getting close to. Have you you've met Handsome Jack already, right? No, I don't think that's a spoiler, really. No, no, everybody I, I, knows he's the villain. Actually, I have not met Handsome Jack yet. Okay, yeah. So you've you've got a little ways, but um, yeah, it's like. It's gosh, I'm trying to remember because it's actually been a while since I played it. It's almost like I just met. Uh, what's his name? Brick. And so we're all back. Oh, ahead. yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, yeah, this isn't a spoiler either. You go through the game and you meet uh, there are the old the old characters are involved in the game. I think everybody knows that by now, the characters from Borderlands one. So, um, yeah, I mean, basically, you're after you get through, you know, meeting everybody and doing all that stuff, you know, that's where it starts to get the story starts to get really serious. They actually, even though the game is, is very silly, it does take some serious turns there towards the end and it gets really like crazy emotional. Cool. So it's cool. especially if you've played one, that's why it's so hard for me to recommend that anybody start it too, because then those things kind of don't really, they don't matter apply as much. Yeah. Yeah. And I think with, I, I think the way that it took at the oh well actually you know let, let me let me get some more thoughts on what you think about it. I don't want to steal oh the no show no here. I, I'm, I, that's why I'm asking you because because you played it I I was so glad that I played Borderlands one mm -hmm. I played that over the holidays and um I I'm basically just doing the same I'm doing the same thing that I did for Borderlands one I love doing a lot of the side missions because mm -hmm. I think that's where you get better guns anyway like they they kind of show up when you kill other enemies and and because I haven't really bought a whole lot of good guns from the gun store. I've yeah, I didn't them. buy any either. Yeah. I usually just find them. And so I've got those those set of guns that I love using, and they work really well. And I just, just keep trying to level up and then go back into the main missions. Yeah, you, but, need, to, you need to wait and get those shift codes, those things that they give out on yes. Twitter. Because yeah. then you can go to the chest and get the uh, the crazy good guns. I know that chest is just w is right there waiting for me, and I can't open it. Yeah, like I said, I opened it on accident the first time. I was like, oh, well, okay, these guns are pretty sweet. That'll work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> knowing me, knowing me, I'll forget, knowing me, I'll forget and then sell all the guns that I just got from that thing. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I pick up the guns that are more expensive, and then I sell them 
in the, the at the vending machines just to get more money. Exactly. That's, oh. that's what I do. And Gabe's over there like, <laughs> sorry, dude. Sorry, brother. You have to play this no, game. I love though. it. You, if I you, know I if want you to. like first person shooters, it's great. It's it's a it's a wittier, different style of shooting. But exactly. Dude, it, it's so much fun. You got to play it. You really, no, you really it. have to play. You you have to play a little bit of it to get into the story too. Yeah, and you you'll really, I mean, like the clap traps are pretty funny, but don't play it when the wife's around. She might get annoyed by them or something. Oh no, they're I, pretty annoying. <laughs> you know, clap trap sounds a lot like Aziz and Serio. Yeah, it's doesn't he? Like, a, l- a little bit. Yeah, I could hear that. I, I heard a little bit that. of him of him in in it, but yeah, it's it's a great game, man. I think you'd like it. It's witty. Um, you just, you know, if you, if you're not feeling it within the first hour, just keep going and then you will. Cause I was like the first hour of Borderlands one, I was like, okay, da, 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 this is kind of cool. But then you just, you get super into it and I'm super into just collecting the right guns and, mm. and then just doing all these different side missions. And it's just, there is a ton of gameplay on these games. Like they put, yeah. you could spend it hours and hours on the, and I have, so it's been, it's been a lot of fun. So I mean, I was going to say Borderlands too. I'm so surprised that Gabe that you didn't get hooked on the first one because it is like a perfect game for you. It's got the RPG and the shooter elements. Both. You know into what's one. funny? I don't know what it was about it. I don't remember if it was like that. I was playing that, and then Sleeping Dogs came out, or because remember I got it back in the fall. Mm. Uh, I think when I got it off eBay, and something happened to where either like Sleeping Dogs or Hitman, something I was really looking forward to came out. Probably both, actually, because I know you were looking forward to Hitman, and then yeah, you, you really got hit hooked on Sleeping Dogs too, like I have. So yeah, it so could I have think been that's both. What happened? It's, so it's all good. You know. have to play it. Yeah, well, that's good, man. I'm, I'm, I'm. I love when a game is critically acclaimed, and then I hear that you guys love it. Yeah, because I think that just gives it's that means it's not just hype that people are following hype, following hype. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. yeah. I think the cool thing about the Borderlands story is that number one was like a seven or a seven and a half, I believe. Mm-hmm. And I think one up may have given it like a B minus or something. I don't remember. But basically, it, wa- it wasn't a, a 9.5 or a whatever, like game of the year kind of thing. Right. So it kind of caught on with like almost like a cult following. And then when two came out, I think everybody just realized, like, yeah. whoa, this is a cool series. It's like yeah. an avant-garde first-person shooter, I think, because it, yeah, it doesn't, it's not your Call of Duty style. I mean, it's, it's still, it's still got a fast pace. Enemies still come at you pretty quickly. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, it's just, it's wittier. I, I just like it so much more just because, because of that. And I've always liked the art style of it. I think it always looks, it looks really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Gabe, you, you definitely got to play that game. Sweet. But yeah, so that's so that's what's going on in the Ryder household. Hall, uh, uh, Gabe, you never go second. <laughs> that's true. He it's always does. He closes it's it out. I talk so much. It's because I talk so much. But you're the host. You're allowed. <laughs> you're allowed to go second, man. I ain't mad at you. You want me to go second? Yes. Go for it. How was Canada? <laughs> Canada was great. Like I said, they're just so nice up there, and every day we were up there was actually beautiful. Uh, and so um, it, it was great. Uh, it's funny that you say I ain't mad at you because after I got finished on uh, Boom Headshot with Jordan Thompson, 
I was leaving his house and I was like, all right, man, well, I'll see you later. He goes, oh, I totally forgot to say I ain't mad at you. I wanted to throw that <laughs> oh, in there. Awesome. <laughs> That's great. That's it. We need to make a shirt of that, too. <laughs> I ain't mad at you. I ain't mad at you. Yeah, how do we should oh, spell gosh. at you? At you, like A-T-C-H-U or something like that. Yeah. We'll just have to go back and see how we spelled it on the episode. We actually <laughs> made it. We yeah. solidified it. It'll never be deleted. So Yeah, I love it. That's awesome. Um, week was good. Uh, being home has been awesome. Seeing my family has been great. Uh, it's one of those things where I feel like I'm complaining because 12 days is long for me. But then we'll like be at a show and we'll be talking to a wife and she'll be like, yeah, my husband has been overseas. You know, he's in the army. He's been oh, gone for 18 months. And you're like, right. <laughs> like, yes. I feel like an idiot for complaining about 12 days. Yeah. So um, I know it's not the, uh, you know, I know it's not the longest, but for me, it's long. And so it was just so good to get home and uh, see the baby and see the wifey and just be able to be home. So we kind of hit the ground running. And so we've been busy. We had a little show last night we did in town for uh, Toby's son, Truett, is graduating the eighth grade. And so, which I didn't know you graduated the eighth grade. But <laughs> I guess, you know, going into high school is an accomplishment. And so um, we went and did that last night. Just been keeping it moving, going to write today. Uh and I have not had my PlayStation, oh, which has been a little rough because I've been wanting to play it. Um, it's on the bus. I didn't feel like flying with it from Calgary. So um, I just took like my carry on bags, just like anything to slow us wait, down. Wait, you mean you don't it. put that in like a steel case and carry it with you at all times, <laughs> handcuffed to your arm? What's wrong with you? You know, it's funny. It's, what's funny is I used to send my clothes on the bus home and take my PlayStation. Nice. But I was like, I was like, man, it's my first days being home after 12 days of being gone. If the PlayStation sucks me away, then I would yes. be in trouble. So I let me get a couple days under you. my belt. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so yeah, that's, that was it. Had a great mother's day. Uh, so happy belated mother's day to all you mothers out there. Absolutely. And, um, if you're a mom and you listen to the show, please tweet us just because that'd be awesome. Oh, man. Yeah, I, would, I would like to see how many moms listen to the show. Yeah, we've had a lot of dads, which is great. <laughs> yeah, true. But, uh, you know, you would think that. Father's um, Day is going to be awesome. Yeah, Father's Day is coming up. That's right. Uh, so anyway, yeah, that's been it, man. I've just been chilling, been playing a bunch of Candy Crush. I downloaded a game last night called, uh, I think it's called Among the Sleep. Among the sleeping, among the sleep. Yeah, isn't that a kick? That was a Kickstarter game, wasn't it? Yeah, it's a Kickstarter. And yesterday, the fourteenth, they actually put it up for free, like the free alpha right. build of it or whatever. So um, they had it for free download. So I think it's still up there that way. So go get that. Support those guys. They hit their goal of two hundred thousand dollars. Wow. When I went yesterday, it was at two hundred and six thousand. It's so, an it's an iOS wow. game, right? No, it's a right now it's a PC Mac Linux. Oh, game. cool. Whoa. So I think it's a horror game through the eyes of a two year old. That's all I remember reading about it last night. And I was like, that sounds scary. That sounds <laughs> I'm really surprised you downloaded that. or something. <laughs> What'd you say, Hall? I said you stick like a fork in a socket or. <laughs> like, <what? laughs> I mean, it's through the eyes of a two-year-old. I'm trying to figure yeah. it out. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. You drink that's the dishwasher just cute. detergent. That's just 
curious for a two-year-old that'd be a, a parent's nightmare yeah <laughs> but um so that's been it man we've just been chilling big kicking it. it's been awesome that's great Hall, man thank you for being a gentleman hall and letting me go second oh yeah yeah for sure man now you, never, you go sir yeah now i'll go um i'll, I'll bring it in i bring it home i guess yeah, um, yeah there you go <laughs> well for those who have listened to the show like a lot of people already know that gabe's involved in uh the industry and i'm involved in the music industry as well the nashville music industry gabe's more international flavor <laughs> But uh, <laughs> I'm internationally known, known, and I'm known to write the microphone because I get stupid. I mean, outrageous. Stay away from me if you're contagious. All right, Here this isn't start. prom. Let's go. That was amazing. That, that was, would be your prom. Yeah, right. That was, that was a new song when you went to prom. Yeah, though. okay. <laughs> All right. Let's keep this going from last week, then, shall we? Sorry. Hey, I'm one year. I'm actually one year closer to router today. So there you go. Your birthday's That's right. today. Yeah, it's today. Oh, happy what? birthday, happy Hall. birthday Hall. That was a creeper. <laughs> you didn't I tell figured it would pop up on Google or Facebook or something. No, I, I don't know if we're Facebook friends, we <laughs> which are. is a shame. I don't, I don't think so. I, I hardly not, ever get on there. I wish everybody would just use Google+. And I didn't, <laughs> I didn't even check Facebook this morning, Hall. Happy birthday, man. Yeah, man. Thanks, man. How um, old are you today? Uh, 27. Oh, you're a freaking youngin'. Well, yeah, I you hate know. you both. <laughs> I get, I get to be young and fabulous, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> young yeah, exactly. and fabulous. There you go. That's awesome. 27 uh, years old today. Congratulations. You made it. Thanks. Yes. You didn't stick a fork in a socket. Uh, I will be in about three years. So Nice. Dude, um, I'm so proud. I knew you could do it, buddy. I knew you could do it. Oh, I just realized that Tim's going to hit the big 4-0 before I hit the 3-0. Yes, I will. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> no, it's all, dude, honestly, like I'm embracing my thirties and looking forward to the forties. Cause I, I, I don't know. It's just something there's, there's something cool about it. And we I can, agree. We can 40 talk about is it the later. new 30. You're good. <clears throat> yeah. I just, as long as I'm, you I know, think that's the only things 40 year olds say. Yeah. Right. As long as <laughs> hey, I'm never not hear, 40. <laughs> yeah. You never hear a 20 year old like 40 is the new 30. So his 40 year olds like 40 is the new 30. Uh, 40's you, old. That's what they say. You never, you never hear 20 year olds talk about age. Well, except for when they're like, Oh, I wish I was 21. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think okay, Canadians sorry, will get that joke. I think they have a younger drinking age, don't they? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like eighteen or something crazy. So Canadians are just going to be like, "What? Well, what is he talking about?" Yeah, yeah we've been drinking yeah. for years. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and Germans are going to be like, "What?" Yeah, they're going to be us, dude. Uh, well, happy birthday, Hall. That's awesome, Hall. Thank happy you, birthday, man. Thank you. Well, anyway, to get back to my original point that I made about ten oh, years yes. ago, um, yes. <laughs> uh, you know, being involved in the Nashville music industry, we have uh, Audio Engineering Week. And I think it falls around this time every year. Mm-hmm. So for work, I went to the Nashville Recording Workshop and Expo yesterday. Sweet. And I got to meet with the fine folks at Yamaha. They're showing off their new uh, digital consoles. Well, where this applies to us, um, they were showing me off or showing me one of their control surfaces. They were showing the- you off to people. They're like, yeah, this, exactly. is this is Timothy Hall. Hall. <laughs> what a specimen. Get him <laughs> while he's young, y'all. He That's- gets older tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, they were showing me this control service called the Nuage. What it does is con- it controls audio software. And they said, you know, we and I didn't even prompt them on the on the video games podcast thing. They just told me, uh, 
you know, we just got down or we just came down here from Montreal. And while we were there, we had some guys from Ubisoft come down and check out this unit. And they said a lot of people who work at Ubisoft like to use Nuendo for post-production. It's a program that Yamaha makes. And uh, so, yeah, it was pretty cool to to hear him talk about that. You know, a lot of people in game audio are starting to use control surfaces. So that's pretty interested to hear that. Nice. And, And just to make it completely full circle, Yamaha's record label side of things rents out rents out Toby's studio, like the back of his studio is where they do a lot of recording. Oh, wow. Man, for Yamaha. Cool. Full circle. There you go. Boom. <laughs> Where's the conference held or the seminar held? Uh, it's downtown at Rocket Town this year. Oh, very cool. Good. I think last year it might have been at the Nashville Convention Center, but they changed it this year. So, And Rocket Town is the perfect size for it. So I was going to say, that place is probably perfect. Yeah, I mean, they had to move a few of the things over to another building, but it it was it's perfectly fine. Um, really enjoyed my time yesterday getting to check out some stuff. Uh, also, too, I talked to the guys at RLX, and they said uh, that they may be able to outfit us with the studio if we ever decide to go that route. So, just oh, saying. Sweet. Okay. Yeah, they're the guys that make <laughs> yeah. the uh, the acoustical foam and stuff. So, oh, pretty nice. cool stuff. I yeah. need that for my house. I'm in. Where are we going? Let's like set up a room somewhere and just have them put it all put it all up on the walls. Oh, as soon as I buy a house, I'm going to be talking to them about that stuff. So nice, I love it. That's great. Um, man. Let's see, anything else? I'm trying- what are you oh, playing? I'm playing um, Blood Dragon still. I'm probably I got to be close to done with that thing. I've been just mainlining the story. Um, I've been doing a little bit of the side stuff, and it's it's pretty neat, but. Uh, the story stuff is so it's just funny and over the top. It's a lot of fun. Um, and then I played some Gears of War three multiplayer last night, which I'm very terrible at. So <laughs> I'm just walking around getting blown up left and right. You so. gotta get your chops, your multiplayer chops up again. Yeah, getting chopped up in multiplayer. If yeah. that's what you mean. <laughs> nice. That's um, funny. Yeah, you know, there's game. some like some eight year old kid who's schooling you right now, right? That's why I don't do multiplayer. That's someone... every multiplayer. Game. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You go the in rules. and some kid's like, "Oh, I'm gonna get this guy <laughs> done." <laughs> like, all right, well, I quit. I'm done hey, with this. Hey, if they ever make you mad, just say, "Hey, you know what? You're gonna be obese in two years." So <laughs> all good. <laughs> but get out and exercise. Yeah, seriously. Uh, that's funny. That's awesome. Um, uh, that's great. Man, that's yeah, that's all I got going on. I can't really I'm trying to think. No. But you're still loving Blood Dragon? Oh yeah, definitely. That's cool. that's the game. I've got a main line and get through that because we've got a lot of stuff coming up, at least summer, after summer, holidays. I gotta finish all of last holidays games first. I know, yeah. right? That's Seriously. <laughs> I think we're all in that same boat. Neither like of we, you guys have even played Hitman yet, which no, I'm very I've sad got it. About, it's right there so waiting good. for me. I'd like to play it. I, I I'm interested in the stealth aspect of it and i'd like to probably try to play a game where i'm not just going through and blowing everybody's head off or yeah and and that game too like hitman to me the story is not super important it's just like you have to have a story you know what Mm -hmm. i mean it's not like i got finished and i was like oh what a ride but (laughs) i would i would let you guys i would love for you guys to just try it and just feel it and see yeah i definitely want to so that's interesting gabe because you're a story guy i am but But, i love hitman but in this case you like more of because there's so many different ways to to 
to assassinate, right? Is that is that the oh, deal? Oh yeah, I mean, so there's like so the, many different that kind ways. Of thrill. That's yeah, cool. The, the the different ways to complete each level is off the chain. That's awesome. So yeah, um, router, sir. What's coming out and who made money? Let's do this. Um, new releases this week. There's really only two to speak of. Metro Last Light comes out for the PC, Xbox, uh, and yes. PS3. Heard really good things about that actually, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, I'm kind of. I'm kind of interested in it because it's it's more first person horror adventure, first person shooter kind of a game. So I'm kind of curious about that. And uh, Dust Five One Four comes out on the PSN today as well. So I've been hearing about that game for like two years. Yeah, so it yeah, just yeah. came out. It, se- it seems longer than that. Even. Yeah, because they I think they had a free trial or something like that. A couple. Yeah, they had a beta. Ago. I feel like in in oh, nine. Okay. Yeah, it was it was back in the day but it's officially it really come out ago, but... yeah it's officially come out now so and uh, i'm hoping that that everybody has downloaded sleeping dogs now, by now if you're a playstation oh, plus crap me- i haven't done that yet playstation plus member because that's up in frwe for this month i believe there you go so the yeah those are the new releases top selling games this week are we ready boys uh-oh Luigi's Mansion. Luigi's no. Mansion number one. Oh my god! You're kidding? No, I I almost lost it when I saw it again. Now this is for the week ending May fourth. So again, we're a week. Wait, uh, wait, wait, wait. We're wait. a week behind. You're not joking. I am not joking. Luigi's Mansion <laughs> is number one. <laughs> oh, they did. Listen to this. They did another fifty three thousand units, right? Oh my gosh! They for in the six weeks they have sold six hundred eighty one thousand units so far. Dude, that's a it's a 3ds Dude, that, game that's amazing i might have to go buy it even though i don't have a 3ds and just stare at it like right <laughs> i know you're a good game yes and i buy good games <laughs> i acknowledge that you are a good game either a lot of 3ds's have been sold now or they're selling to like a quarter of the audience i don't know i don't know what's going on but there's two 3ds games in the top 10 this week the the second one is lego city undercover the chase begins and that's in its second week and it's number three Wow. Hmm. So it Luigi. goes Luigi's Mansion number one, Dead Island Riptide for Xbox 360 number two, Lego mm. City Undercover for 3DS number three, Injustice Gods Among Us for Xbox 360 at number four, mm. and uh, Soul Sacrifice. Uh, huh. it, or is that day de- actually debuted at number five? Is that a, isn't Vita. That a Vita game? Yeah, that's a Vita game. Yeah, so I I heard about that game, and I bet it's good. <clears throat> I bet that it's been selling a lot because of the critical acclaim that's been getting. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I've heard a lot of people say that that it it's good. So that's awesome. Can I say something about the Vita real quick? Yes, mm-hmm. this is old news, but just talking about a game being on top ten. I kind of Jordan Thompson had a a Vita at his house, and he said he loved it. Number one, dude. I would lose. I had a hard enough time keeping up with the little CDs that came with the PSP. You know, the little CDs in the little case, and that's mm-hmm. how you played the game. And these things are little memory sticks, dude. Oh, be all lost. those things would be lost. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm not good at keeping up with that crap. That's ridiculous, and they're no. small. Gabe, that's why you got to get a fanny pack, man. Yeah. 
Gabe Patillo. I'm not going to be the joker responsible for trying to bring that back. Oh, somebody please take a picture of Gabe Patillo in his fanny pack. <laughs> somebody. Jenny, if you're listening, please get a moment and get snag it. It. I don't even own a fanny pack. Oh, we'll Dude, get you, you one, You need boy. to get a fanny pack. Well, actually, I have. I found at a yard sale a couple years ago a new-in-the-box Game Boy fanny pack. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, you need Dude, to wear that will, on stage you will from see now me on. With a, you will see me with an arm full of slap bracelets before you see me with a fanny pack on. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome alright well I'm going to call you out on that one yep. <laughs> I'm with you there um, yes. okay so, finish out the top 10 okay so number 5 was Soul Sacrifice for the Vita 6 Dead Island Riptide for PS3 7 Deadly Premonition the director's cut uh, that debuted uh, <laughs> on, at number 7 for the PS3 Halo 4 continues to stay in the top 10 at number wow. 8 Injustice for the PS3 at number 9 and Dragon's Dogma for the Xbox 360 at number 10 there you have it. So yeah, those Sweet. are those are your top selling games for the week ending May. Luigi's 4th. Mansion. I can't believe Luigi's Mansion went back up to number Golly. one. And that I mean, it it was a solid fifty three thousand units, and Dead Island, which was number two, was forty six thousand. So I mean, it nearly beat it out by by almost ten thousand units. So man, I don't know. Are they deep discounting it or something that that we don't know about? I mean, I saw it in in Target. I can't remember how much it was. I think it may just be that it's one of the only good games on 3DS, well, I would imagine. Very true. No, and, and, they got and, good stuff on 3DS. Uh, well, I know they do, but a lot of times when I hear people talk about the 3DS on other shows and stuff, they only mention like three or four games that are like totally worth it. So and, I'm and they're to, a couple years old too, aren't they? Well, there's uh, Mario 3D Land, I think. Yeah, I've and, heard 3D Land is, is fun. Um, oh, Kid Icarus, I think. Oh, uh, yeah. Remember. So there's not like a whole smorgasbord of games, I guess. That right. Um, didn't didn't the last Pokemon game didn't that come out for just DS again? Yeah, the, was that a three DS X and Y thing? The black and white, black and white too. Oh, I think oh, it was. yeah, and that actually know. they were in the they were up in the top five charts for holding down for a while. I think back in the fall. Yeah, and I mean the fact that that series hasn't made the jump yet is is telling you that they're still little. You know, kind of worried about moving everything to the 3DS. But I could be totally wrong. That could have been for 3DS. I'm going to have to look this up now so we don't get called out. (laughs) Hall, you want to hit something before we get into this interview? Yeah, definitely. Um, Did you guys hear about what is probably going to be Shaq Fu 2? No, please, no. (laughs) Yes, yes. Um, Uh, This is like breaking news. And and of course, since this show is going to come out tomorrow, well, the 16th, um, this isn't going to be breaking news anymore. Everybody's going to know. And there's already going to be like 100 internet memes and people talking about it on every website. But Mm. um, the licensing company responsible for everything that is Shaq has registered a trademark for something called Shaq Fighter. Oh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> I mean, that is, is that not, does that not sound awful to them? Nope. Yeah. It's Shaq. Like there's some, it's... there's some titles, like, I don't know how they get out. I'm like, so there's a room full of people and nobody raised their hand was like, uh, no, that sounds whack. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, well, they couldn't call it Shaq Fu too, because then everybody would know. They should have called it Shaq Fu 2 Electric Boogaloo. They called, yeah. <laughs> but that's not bad. Put that on the packaging and call it a day, man. That's that's what I was thinking. I, Shaq we were, Fighter? 
I mean, what's he going to do? Run around and go, I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. I mean, what's, what's, what's some seven-foot giant going to do in a video oh my game? Gosh. G- game. Yeah. We, we, did you get the game when it came out? Shaq Fu? Yes. No. <laughs> okay. I was too busy with Moonwalker. <laughs> yes, you were. We, Okay, then I guess I need to be the one to divulge in this. It, it's it's funny when you see so much hate for this game because a lot of it's, in, at least what I've seen, a lot of it stems from uh, the younger crowd, like 17, 18 years old. And I'm mm-hmm. thinking, were you even born when this game yeah, came out? Yeah, they don't out? even know, like, they do don't even know where it comes from. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like this game, like I remember it coming out, being featured in magazines and stuff. And at the time, man, Shaq was like oh, yeah. hot. He was the king. Yeah, he was doing as, his thing. Yeah, as far as like, you know, if you were a, a young kid and you liked Michael Jordan, man, you probably liked Shaq too. Right. Um, And Shaq had that that movie, what was it, Shazam, I think Shazam, it was. Shazam, where mm-hmm. he was the genie from the boombox, oh, Jack. God, that was terrible movie <laughs> but um, i want to say i saw that like three or four times in the theaters no I saw it, mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no vhs I, I saw it on i saw it on either hbo or vhs i don't remember yeah <laughs> vhs another another term that we should probably explain <laughs> but uh no when this game came out man like a, a lot of people bought it a lot of copies of this game exist i mean a ton that's the, crazy uh, and this game probably sold like gangbusters just because it was Shaq. And that was the Genesis, rem- right? Uh, it was Genesis and SNES. And I remember I got it for SNES, I think, for my birthday one year. Wow, this is totally tying around. But um, I got it after I think it was a budget title. And I played it, and it was the it was a terrible fighter. And somehow... Of course. Of course. I mean, when you're a kid, you just play everything that you get. Yeah, it didn't matter. Some, Yeah, somehow I beat that game. And I have no idea how. <laughs> I went back and I tried it again. And it it is a... It controls horribly. That's so awesome. I mean, it's seven it, feet tall. Yeah, it plays worse than like an Atari game. Oh, Lord have mercy. Is it the Mortal Kombat style fighter game too? No. No. It's a platformer, uh, wasn't it? No, it's a it's a fighter. I think you're thinking of Michael Jordan in Windy City. Oh. That was a platformer, and that was god awful. I, I feel like Shaq had like eight games. Uh, he no, didn't I really. This, I, I think, think this was Shaq the only was game it. he had. But Michael Jordan's Windy City game that was that was a, a basketball platformer, and that was just. Uh, let's yeah. I don't want to talk about that. that <laughs> it is scarred <laughs> hall for life. <laughs> I mean. Uh. He, you know, what it, are they going to do with this? What are they going to like? How are they going to re? I'm telling you what they're going to do. They're going to capitalize on the fact that everybody it's an infamous game. So yeah. they're going to be like, oh, yeah, come try the, the crappy game that you didn't get to try when you were a kid. Hooray. You know, they Dude. shouldn't even put like cover artwork or anything. It just should be a clear plastic case with a disc in it. And then just with. Like, oh, it's not a retail title. It's an online game. Oh, it's an online game. Okay. Never yeah. Mind. So it, or at least that's what the, the story looks like. It says trademark that is providing online games, computer and video game characters. Wow. So I can imagine it's going to be Shaq, Charles Barkley, Larry Johnson. I don't know. That would be freaking awesome. All these people actually. that kids have never even seen play basketball. Right. <laughs> oh, uh, gosh. Oh, that's fun. Muggsy Bogues. <laughs> it's going to be nuts. Oh, well, Shaq. We love you, boy. I want to go on record as saying, don't do it. It's not too late to pull the plug. That's right. Anyway, um, let's get on with Kai. Yes. 
because he's got some cool stuff to say. Here with Kai Wilhelmsen. Wilhelmsen. Yeah, I'm Vil- just kidding. <laughs> Wilhelmsen. Wilhelmsen. Yes, I know. It's I know you get it all the time. I actually have it sitting in front of me. I'm totally kidding, but I know that you probably get your name jacked up all the time. IMDb jacked up my name three different ways. <laughs> my name on IMDb it is spelled three different ways because companies have mis spelled my name of course of course they have God. of course that's that it's not an easy one tell I, that was one of my first questions i wanted to ask you that's you have a very very unique name what's it's where's it come from what's your background is in that my ancestors were vikings <laughs> so they pillaged my dad is from denmark okay so he's an immigrant and yep. uh his name is kai Oh, okay. But, so are you a junior? No, no. He's Kai Herman. I am Kai Richard. Thank okay, you. Okay, there you go. I'm grateful. Yeah, so Denmark <laughs> kind of Denmark. thing. Yeah. Got you. That's a strong name. Thank you. <laughs> so for those that don't know, we've talked about it a little bit already, but Kai is a voiceover artist. Is that what you would yes, consider I'm a yourself? voiceover artist. Thank you. <laughs> yes. I like I'm that. artist. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so uh, I thought it'd be just amazing to have him on the show. And I'm so, so glad that you've taken this time uh, for Married to the Games. Um, so, I mean, just talk about what you do. You you do voiceover stuff, but you also have done uh, some video game work, which is obviously why we had to talk to you. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, go ahead. How'd, how'd you get started? Where, where did this all begin? Well, you know, actually... It's it's fun, and you never know when you accept a job of any kind what can come out of that. Um, sure. I was doing a really cheesy briefcase ad in uh, San Diego, California, the, and all we did was carry a suitcase, and there was this gal there and myself. Yeah. They never saw our face. And you know, we just we did what we were told. <laughs> yeah. But this girl, um, Jodina Scazzola, there's a name. Yeah, jo- that's, Jodina. That's, that's, uh, that's harder. Yeah, yeah. Uh, great, great gal, and she had done voiceover work with a gal in San Diego who's a casting director. Okay. And uh, so, as a result of that, she said, "Oh, you should uh, maybe come down and audition." For this one game, I'll tell Lonnie, uh, Lonnie Manella, uh, she's in San Diego. She's done tons of work. And uh, so I went down there and pretended that I knew what I was doing. <laughs> that's always how it starts. Yeah, it? That's right. I just I just faked it. Yeah. And uh, so I got my first little uh, game in 1999. Okay. So your first, but you were already acting before then. Yeah, I had done some stuff here and there. I was working at Disneyland 
at the time in entertainment over there doing character work and doing stage manager and doing different uh, fun stuff there at the park. Mm -hmm. I started out doing a show for a release of a movie at uh, the El Capitan Theater on Hollywood Boulevard. (laughs) Yeah. So I started there doing a show. And then as a result of that, I met people who worked at the park, said, hey, Mm -hmm. you know, you should try to get a job there. And I needed a job after the gig. Right. So I started um, as a stage manager, and then I worked over in the character department and took care of all the all the characters and told stories with princesses and I did shows in the park and character stuff. It was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I love I I, I tell people I'm a grown man. I'm 31 years old, and oh. I love disney world and disneyland yeah. and just everything that's wrapped into it i love i've got buddies that work there and we do shows there every year a thing called night of joy with oh yeah Toby right and, yeah uh and i absolutely love it there's nothing about it that i that that tires me oh yeah I love and i'm older than you are and i like it too <laughs> so anyway <laughs> okay so you said 99 was your first video game yeah and which makes a lot of sense because uh when I was a kid, I, I've I've been gaming my whole life, and voices didn't really start taking over until the late '90s. You know, it, back in the day, you know, when you were playing Nintendo stuff, it was just like, you know, it's just right. like noises. It's not, it's not voice. So, what was your first game in '99? Do you remember? It was called Machin X. Oh, sure. And it was, uh, and we, it was. Strange. I'd never seen anything like that. We recorded around a head that had different mics, you know, to the left and the right and front and back. So it was localized, you know, and it was basically designed to, you know, kind of have circle sound or whatever. And what were you doing? I just did. uh, I I did a number of characters in that. Um, And I've I saw the game. Right. I don't know. I don't know how well it did, but as a result of that, then I started getting more work um, through through that channel. So that's amazing. That well, was um, the reason I know that name. And some of our listeners do you really know? Have, you know that? You yeah, know that I've heard game. Of, yeah, I've heard of that because one of my favorite um, one of my favorite consoles that ever came out was the Sega Dreamcast. Yes. And, yeah. And I know that. Machin X was on the Sega Dreamcast. Mm. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wow. So I definitely, I definitely uh, feel you on that. Okay. So you did that. You did it. So I'm guessing you did a number of characters, like you're saying. And that was more. What was that more of? Just like, eh, ah, oh, you will something something or what? What kind of? Well, I think it was a it was a, a Japanese game that yep. they were revoicing. Mm-hmm. For um for U.S. stuff. Yep, it was so, a slasher. Yeah. F- yeah. So I don't even remember, you know, some of the things you know that that I actually that I actually did. Pretty much, you just kind of you kind of make things up on the fly, and they say, "Well, we need something that is kind of gritty or whatever, or <laughs> you know, or it's higher." Or, you know, you you just kind of go in different places. So sometimes I don't remember. What I do, so I'll go on. Sure, because you're making IMDb. it up. It's not scripted. Um, there, there usually is a script. Totally, it's just right, how you right. make up. Uh, it's what you do. It's how you create 
an individual uh, voice for that character. Got you, got you, got you, got you. Um, and yeah, and a lot of times they'll give you a, a picture or a reference, and then you are then kind of called to create what you might think that three-headed fanged beast would sound like. <laughs> so how much back and forth is there before you land on something? And um, has that changed? Has that changed from 99? Because you still do it, right? I do, yeah. Um, yeah. I think we were talking the other day, and you said that same day you were, you were cutting something for a game. Um, yeah, recently I've been working on Star Trek Online, Mm-hmm. On that whole thing, and then a game called Neverwinter. There you go. And um, so recently, I worked on a uh, on Rift, mm-hmm. and we and I, when I got the job, I really wasn't familiar with the character I was doing or what it was. Sure. But it ended up being a part of the trailer that they did at E3. So ah. I did this Volan character, this Colossus, this huge. Kind of, you know, crazed. Uh, Storm bitter. Legion's Tower of Dawn. Yeah, I'm not. I yeah, Rift. Uh, yeah, Storm Legion. So Volan, which is a, a colossus that was released, and you basically try to, you know, blow him up. That uh, is next level. Yeah, it was. It was fun. It's. It was my voice, but it was highly, you know, processed. But you know, right. It's still. You can yeah. tell it's you. Yes, I can. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So how much, how, what's the, what's kind of the scale? Like how much, how many video games do you do compared to how much other stuff that you do? Um, mostly, uh, since I've been out here in Nashville, I've pretty much just done uh, video game, uh, video games. Oh, okay. On, on that, you know, on that world. And I still do it through. My uh, my contact in San Diego. Gotcha. Um, and what's great now, you can do, I do these jobs just through Skype. Exactly. So just like we're talking, they yes, will sir. listen. They hear it through the microphone. They say, okay, we like that one. And I just roll and make sure my levels don't blow up. And then I usually will upload it. So it's created where you used to have to have like an IS. DN, yeah, a special line. dedicated line and sure. all this duplex stuff. And it's like, okay, now I have a free program right. that is completely interactive. <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. It's made I, it way easier. Oh, yeah. It's, it's great. Yeah. Don't oh, be going to the studio. It. So do they usually stay on with you while you're doing the whole thing? Or do you kind of cut away once they're liking what you're doing and do mm. some stuff on your own time? Or are they there the whole time you're doing they're it? They're pretty much there. They're there the whole time. Mm. And we just kind of keep going until, you know, they get uh, what, they, what they like. Can you name some games that you've done? I know you've probably done so many it's hard to remember. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know how many actually made it on IMDb, maybe 15 or something. Yeah. But since well, I, IMDb has your name spelled wrong like three different times. So it's yeah, hard oh, to find did you hear you that? <laughs> oh, you, you must have seen IMDb. Of course. Yeah. You know my name. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> um, right before I came out here in like 05. I did uh, uh, Lord of the Rings, which was a, a War of the Ring game. I oh, did yeah. Gauntlet, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. um, Seven Sorrows. Um, Warcraft. I did Warcraft 3. The did of, you? I did. 
owned that one. Yeah, for sure. Um, I did Diablo two. Did you see Diablo two? The expansion pack. Yep. Okay. Anyway, yep. So I did a a guy on on there, and uh, that whole uh, the Warcraft the the Blizzard people. That's that's a fascinating place because it's a lockdown. Is it? Oh my gosh! Yeah. Because they're so secretive. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They had to clear me in, and people with cards are letting me through. <laughs> You know, the cab, the little yeah. places that you're going, and I end up in this room. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. You felt like scan. you were back at Disneyland. Yeah, yeah it was crazy. <laughs> they scanned my retina. No, they didn't. Really. No, was about, they took your blood. Yeah, they did. I Yeah. You had to give Search, a hair sample. Searches, yeah. No, I totally understand it. Same thing with my job. Oh, Christian sure. music, same way. <laughs> I'm like, nice. why do I have to do this every time? Yeah, every gosh. time I get on the bus, uh, I got to give I, a hair sample. That's why I'm bald. Um, so, so blitz. So that's a that's you. So you weren't at home for that one, and they're just like, send us the files. They were like, no, you're coming here. No, oh yeah, and we're putting you in this jail cell. Correct. Well, yeah, and it. I mean, it was fun and all, and the people were great, but it was a lockdown place. It was fascinating. And how did some? How long did something like that take? Because that that's not a quickly done game no i mean i've no. played through that game that game is next level you know what i mean i you mean know, that's a lot of yeah. stuff going on yeah well you know and and for them they had a separate you know booth and they had a little video kind of thing where they could watch me mm-hmm. and we would do maybe two or three you know passes on a particular line or there or they might let me riff a little bit and it's okay good 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 we got that um but it would, you know, it took about four, four or five hours, you know, to get all the work um, for for that particular um, for that game, and you know, when just I did, one day, one day, yeah, that's what they wow. do. Really, they they want to get you in and out. Um, and this Larzik character I did in Diablo two was was about the same. Um, so yeah. But it's five hours straight of in-character talking. Uh, you know, pretty much. They, they give you a break. Oh, yeah, sure. You know, they give you a little break. But they want to, you know, do it as quickly as possible. And they have X number of lines. And they figure that you should be able to do this number of lines in X amount of minutes. Which really, um, if you're really trying to make something interesting, you, you know, you got to spend a little time in kind of developing the little nuance of that. So there's always that. And you don't get that pre-prepare before you get to Blizzard, I'm imagining. No. How locked down they like to keep things. Well, well, yeah, you show up basically and you just kind of go from there. So you can't be scared, which I used to be. (laughs) Yeah, I was about to say, like, nerves, I would imagine, would take hold. Oh, man. Yeah, I used to go there and I, you know, I'd be... I'd have a, well, we'll just say I had a certain degree of angst going into some of these things because you don't want to show up and suck. Of course Or not. have them, you know, go, oh, you know, uh, yeah, can we, thank you. <laughs> so, you know, so you kind of got to, you know, stand We're going to have you read for this mute character. <laughs> You're doing great. We'll see you this later. This character has no line, so just, just go with it. <laughs> You're like, okay, so All what right. should I do? They're like, uh, actually stand over here. Yeah. <laughs> That is great. Those are my favorites. Yeah. 
how how old would you say you were when you decided you wanted to do voice acting? Oh, okay. Now, all right. When I when I was growing up, um, my my mom was basically raising her three younger children, so I was kind of left to my own. <laughs> And so I would sit in rooms and I Hi, would, mom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mom, hey, this is kind. I, I used, now I get paid for doing what I got in trouble for when I was a kid, remember? Exactly. That's what people say about me. I beatbox on stage and they're like, how'd you learn to beatbox? I was like hours of annoying my mother. Irritating the crap out of people with what, <laughs> with what you know how to do. Yeah. And yeah, sure. So I would make up voices. I would turn the radio on and I would, you know, play the classical station. And now... Here's what we have for this story, and we here we go. And I would just make up voices because I didn't yeah. know what to do with myself. So, And then I would try it out on people and do voices, and I would irritate my brothers and my family. And then they'd say, Kai, shut up, man. Stop doing those stupid voices. Shut up. <laughs> so there is a certain degree of uh, satisfaction that comes when I now Amen. get paid for what I used to get in trouble for. Amen to that. So thank That's you, Jesus. Awesome. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Redemption draweth nigh. <laughs> so, so, so that's good. Oh. So when I, when I was a kid, when I was in elementary school. You were like, I'm doing this. I love it. I, but I didn't know that I would end up actually doing voices for video games because there really wasn't any, you know, way back when no I was There wasn't voices for video games then. Yeah. You know, yeah, there wasn't really, you know, any of that, you know, kind of thing. These were the Sega you know, years and, mm -hmm. um, and all of that. Um, so really only in the last, I don't know, what, 15 years? Yeah, or, I would say 15, 16 years. Is yeah, taken something up, like taken that. Hold. That voices have actually, that they really care about the voice um, of these different characters. So what's a, what's a, this is probably going to sound like a weird question, but everybody's got their hard days, even, even great jobs. Like I have an amazing job. Mm -hmm. uh, and the fact that I get to do this um, as a hobby and play games. I mean, I have an awesome job, but everybody has a bad day or a rough day. What's a rough day look like to you as the voice of uh, video game characters? Yeah. Well, you know, that's a weird question. Sorry. And, uh, <laughs> you know, now see, now there, okay, there are some days, as you know, it's like when you're on, I mean, dang, right. you know, you're just on and it's just coming out of you. And it's like, it's this kind of experience, um, when it doesn't really seem to be working or, or I'm trying and you can kind of tell, you know, from the people that are talking, what they're saying and how the direction is going and if they're over directing you or it's just becoming this kind of big, tedious kind of, you know, um, then Do you if, mean like when they're looking for something so specific and they just don't feel like you're nailing it, but you have no I earthly idea what they're actually looking for? Ah, now, isn't that interesting? Or <laughs> yes, or they will direct you in such a way that they want you to. Say, okay, um, they're, they're wanting you to do the line a particular way, but you have not actually established the voice or the heart of that character. Oh, gosh, yeah, so, sure. Because if you start with who that character is, then delivery comes out of that. Sure. Versus, okay, we want you to deliver it like this. Well, okay, I really, I'm really not sure what you want this guy to sound like. Sure, You know, sure, sure. who this guy is. So... Um, you know, 
and I've had I've had you know good sessions and not so good sessions. I've had sessions where they've just said, okay, well, uh, all right, Kai, well, you know that's great. We'll maybe just have somebody else do that character. No way. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, that is and, rough. Oh, you know it is. And then I'm going. Well, you know, it would have been nice had you maybe given me a better idea of who <laughs> this guy is. If you were better at your job, I'd be better at my job. Well, you know, yes, and of course, I think that. Uh, because anything I say is going to be on tape. So it's like, can we stop rolling? You are a, you're an idiot. What are you, you don't understand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're, you're not giving me anything. So you really just have to kind of, uh, be generous and as an artist and, uh, and as your craft, as right. they say, sure, you sure. just kind of got to just give it, give it out there and, you know, they say this isn't right it's not right but sometimes you nail it and that's always good right and that feels amazing it does it's like when you barely need the script that is right like when the script f- f- flows so well or it's written so well well yes and now that's a very good thing too some scripts are just <laughs> poopy they're yeah. okay you really want me to say this okay no, well you are paying me <laughs> so i will say this but yeah. people don't talk like this or, you know, would a, would a Klingon really say this? Actually, <laughs> the guys at Star Trek, they're very specific. I mean, they're, they're really? very good. Oh, yeah. And nuanced because they've got a very specific, you know, you know. Well, and that we fan were, base is crazy. Oh, it is crazy. And they're fans themselves. And so we sure. talk and I'm kind of a geek and we talk about episodes of Star Trek and. You know, I met William Shatner a few weeks ago. I went to no his way. One, I went to his one-man show. How was it? it you know what? It was awesome. <laughs> was it? That guy's like 81 or 82, and he was, you know. <laughs> killing it. I mean, he was killing it. I said, okay, I got to see him. He's coming to Nashville. I sat on the second row, there and I'm, go, lo- I'm looking at this guy, and I'm going, oh, my gosh. I thought this, you know, this character was like my dad kind of a thing. And so afterwards, it was a meet and greet, yep. and I'm— you know, I'm looking at him and I'm seeing because people, there were a hundred and some people who had the package that I did and they were going sure. up and they were taking a picture, you know, with him, he's signing a little thing and they're kind of going through. And I'm thinking, okay, you know, I, in a way I kind of want to tell him, you know, this character was significant because it at least gave me, you know, an idea of what, you know, kind of a man I would like to be. Oh, yeah, sure. You know, so it was it was some sort of icon. It was an example. Yeah. I'm thinking, oh, man, you know, I'm going to get up there and he's just going to say nothing and it'll be, you know. So I'm I'm I almost got out of the line like three times. No way. Because you're like, I don't need this to be ruined. That's right. Because the illusion and the dream. If I you know, this is my one shot to like talk to this guy. Right. Yeah. And um, so I finally got up there and. You know, they said, this is Kai. And, you know, so he's starting to sign my paper and uh, more of the little poster he gave out. I said, you know, um, hey, I, you know, I grew up basically thinking Captain Kirk was my dad. I really didn't have that kind of a <laughs> strong example. And I just want you to know that was significant to me. So thank you. Yeah. And he stopped and he looked at me and he said, you know, you turned out to be a good boy. No way. And I went, oh, <laughs> 
I almost started bawling. I was about right? to say you didn't cry. I, I did cry, actually. It was just a weird, surreal kind of thing. So like, wow, okay. Well, all right. Yeah, I've been waiting to hear that my whole life. Uh, that's, that's right. That's, so, you know, I mean, you know, there's counseling for that. But, <laughs> there is, yeah. But, but so, you know, but he, but he was very gracious. So that was a weird kind of thing. So it's kind of fun amazing. that I am kind of part of this Star Trek online and those guys over there. And they're, they're cool. And we geek out on different episodes and, you know, Salt Monster, things like that. Sure, episodes. sure, sure. Um, so yeah. have, were you... Were you involved also in, uh, have you done cartoons or voiceover for movies or anything like that? Um, the only movie project I did was called, uh, so far, was called yeah, Heidi. Exactly right. Don't, that's don't right. So far, I don't limit myself. <laughs> Believe in yourself. Come on. Exactly. You've got, you've got a lot of life ahead of you. That's right. That's right. I'm not You've been a good yet. boy. Um, it was called Heidi Four Paws, and it was a, a, a talking dog movie. Okay. Um, that I got when I was out in L.A. But was what was fun about it was Angela Lansbury was in it. Um, yep. Julian Sands and Steve Gutenberg and uh, uh, these different guys. And actually, I was in the booth with, with these guys, not Angela Lansbury. But I got to be in the booth of these guys. Going, oh, wow. So how are you? Well, you know, Steve Gutenberg was the mayor of some city you know out there or malibu or something like sure, that sure sure um but that's really the only project um uh, that i did you know so far it's been crazy the last um few years yeah so, the whole um, reason i asked you was just to see what the difference was between you know the video mm-hmm. game world and the and the film world i didn't know if there was any like drastic differences besides the fact that i know in film a lot of times they'll be in the same room with each other mm-hmm. do you guys do that in the video game world at all? Are you ever with anybody else or are you usually always by yourself? You know, usually you're by yourself. Yeah. Because they want to just be able to cleanly cut, you know, ah, in yeah. and out. Just kind of like, you know, what what we're doing. Yep. Um, and they, they do movies that way as well. Mm-hmm. So you're mm-hmm. kind of having to react to, to the nothing. direction yeah, that sure. they give you. So, and then interpret that. And then hopefully, you know, do or do two or three little nuances of that particular thing and then uh, move on. Right. So do you do you find yourself? Have you ever been able to do Kai yet? Like, <laughs> you know, there's you know, there's there's a, you know, like Seth MacFarlane who does yeah. Family Guy. Oh, man. Like, and I saw him on the Oscars. He was great. I missed it. I, we had a show that night and we were parked underground so we couldn't film it. I was I mean, tape it. I was really oh, that guy. That guy has got chops all day. He is he a is smart, the, funny. Oh, he's a funny smart man. cookie. Yeah, yeah. I love Seth MacFarlane. Yeah, he's good, um, brilliant. So, so we all know that anybody who watches Family Guy that he does like four or five voices on. There. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and you know, two or three of them are nowhere close to his voice. But Brian the dog is really close to his voice. He just maybe you know kind of breaks it down a his bit. voice a little bit, and you know, right. and he's and he's Brian the dog. Right. And then you have guys like. Um, uh, Nathan Drake from the Uncharted series, uh, played by uh, Nolan North, and it's really just Nolan North talking. And mm-hmm. and the the bad side of that is he's done some other games where it's just him talking. You're like, why is Nathan Drake out? And you know, I mean, you could just feel it that it feels very the same. Have you been able to just do Kai yet? I don't even know what I really sound like. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, what is what is, what is my voice? I don't know. Help me. Yeah, yeah I, I'm trapped yeah, in this body. I'm trapped. I don't know. <laughs> so you know, I don't know if I you know if I speak if I really speak you know up here or if I'm like right here if this is my voice or if I'm a little bit lower a little more I don't know or if I'm just or if this is my real voice I don't know I think it's somewhere in there. But I, right. um, <laughs> I don't really like my regular voice, my just speaking voice. Mm. But that's a problem. And then, you know, when you're on, when you're rolling, it's like you'll want to kind of make it a little deeper and kind of nicer, you know, and kind of be a little cool. <laughs> but, it, you know, it's kind yeah. of that whole self-serving kind of thing. That people don't <laughs> really care. Yeah, sure. You know, yeah. 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 I'm sexy. Yeah, and I know it. This is my sexy voice right here. Yeah, All you right. You hear that, baby? Yeah, that's me. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's interesting. So, you have, so not only do you not know who Kai is, but may, so maybe you've done Kai and you have no idea. Yeah, maybe I just, yeah, forgot. <laughs> what's, uh, the, uh, what's the longest process you've had to go through? Have you had one that was just like, not so much it, grueling, but just long? Um... And how hard is that to come out of when oh, you're okay. talking when to I friends did, on the phone I, afterwards? Yeah, when I did the Lord of the Rings, the War of the Ring game, it was this Grishnot character. Mm -hmm. Which was kind of in here the whole time. <laughs> oh my gosh. And that was like, that was a good four hours, a good four hours, maybe five <laughs> of doing this. <laughs> Yeah. You'd be popping hall after hall after hall oh, just to keep your voice that out of your was, throat. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You know, and unfortunately, I can do these kind of dark, deep things that yeah. people like, but, and the, the, that kind of grow, whatever that is. With but, the growl in there. Yeah. But, you know, that takes a little toll. So you kind of, on the one hand, you have to save yourself, but it sounds so cool when you really just, you know, let it out. So you kind of got to give yourself a little time to recover. But those are the things that are the most painful and grueling. <laughs> All right. Well, before I, I let you get out of here, which I, I do have to go to the bathroom. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Again. Before I let you go you to the know. restroom. Yes. Again. <laughs> um, just talk for a moment about um, people that love this and that want to get into it. Uh, guys like me, if you take me, for example, I came up in theater, mm -hmm. uh, always loved acting, obviously, yeah. and super enjoy performing, mm -hmm. uh, have done it my whole life. Mm -hmm. uh, what's the process to get into something like this? If you were to encourage somebody who was like, mm -hmm. man, I want to give this a swing or give it a shot and just see what happens, uh, even if it's not... <clears throat> You know, talk about, too, the importance of having different voices mm -hmm. or just, you know, maybe being lucky and being like a Nolan North or an Ice Cube who gets to just be themselves in, in, in these games. What would, what would you say? Yeah, well, you know, I, I do talk to people about that, and it can be very daunting. You know, okay, so where do I start? Yeah, um, yeah. And really, uh, what, I, what I was doing... Um, if, if you're interested in that kind of thing and you do have some voices that, that you do, or if there's a particular thing, you know, that you enjoy a genre or whatever, mm -hmm. basically just start recording yourself. Right. You um, have to. I mean, and, uh, and actually I, initially I wrote a little demo 
tape mm-hmm. of just these cheesy voices that I did. I just yeah, did it sure. at home with a real, real, a real to real recorder, basically. And um, I just wrote something and put it down. Now, did anything come of that? Well, not necessarily. But I did. <laughs> but I did. But I was able to, you know, to show it to somebody. Yeah. And, and then you can you can hear yourself. Okay, so all right. So you you basically just you just try to find opportunity, and you can find opportunities to do things. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know maybe it's a you know it's it's for Sunday school, or it's where they need a, a character voice or a puppet voice or sure. It's like it's basically you just find ways to do that. Just kind of where you're at. And it is interesting that when you start doing that, where you kind of change your vision to, okay, I want to start to find opportunities to do this, Mm -hmm. um, that, uh, you know, you might do this. It's, it's just a little thing. It's, it's, it's like doing a, a, a briefcase cheesy ad where they don't even see your face, but the more you just get yourself out and do something. However, you know, of course, there's, you know, no pay for 95% sure, of, sure. of all these things. But at least you're getting you know, yourself out there. Yeah, experience. Um, you know what? That's right. And really, I mean, uh, luck, if you want to call it that, sure. I mean, really, it's just preparedness meeting opportunity. Mm, mm. So in a way, you kind of create your own because you're ready um, and you're just you're you're doing things. Well, you know, that that's the interesting voice you do. And you just kind of try them on your friends. Oh, OK. You know, yeah, sure. Try them yeah. on your friends. And and maybe there's a particular voice, you know, that you do or you can start like, you know, imitating somebody. I would, you know, imitate, you know, uh, different people and. Um, and then you just kind of, you know, try it on there. But it seems that if you are, if you are good or if you have, you know, something that is interesting, um, a way, you know, you'll find ways, you know, to, to do that. Some people will, and you can take classes, um, people take classes and you can make a little demo, uh, re- recording. There's some places here in Nashville you know, that, that you can, that you can do that, you know, as well, just learn what you can. And I, I read, uh, about, you know, making demos and, uh, different things like that. But I got my first job because I knew somebody Sure. because I just, because I, I met somebody, but I had been doing stuff before that really, I wasn't trying to become a voiceover artist. I was you just, were just doing it. I was just doing it because you loved it. Because exactly, and it's just yeah. like acting, it's dancing, it's whatever. Because I've got friends over at Disney that they are, as they call, fierce dancers. <laughs> yeah, you know, and tremendously talented people that actually, you know, it doesn't necessarily happen. Of course, but but if you're doing it because you know you love it, um, you know, if you're just out to make money. <laughs> then that's going to be a hard life for you. you might, might want to find something else. You know what? Yeah. Get, get, get a day gig. Get a day gig. And then yeah. just, you know, find opportunities, you know, to do that. Mm. Um, and I don't know. See, things 
you know, seem to um, opportunities are afforded, I think, when you actually look for them. Sure. sure. Um, but just have fun, though. You got to just have fun and talk to yourself and don't worry about what other people think when you're talking to yourself <laughs> in different voices and things like that. I love that. Yeah. But there's always that. room. There's always room for for talent. There is always room for yeah. good talent. Sure. Just got to go for it, baby. Believe you in go. yourself. Believe in yourself, Gabriel. Okay, I do. <laughs> You're the best you you can be, and I mean that. Look at yourself. Look at me. No, you can't. This is Skype. Okay. <laughs> Mr. Wilhelmsen. Yes. Thank you so, so much, man, for taking the time. No, you're welcome. It's been a pleasure. Kai Wilhelmsen. That was awesome. That was great, man. I love that stuff. Voice he's, acting. He's so animated, too. That's what I'm... His voice is <laughs> I like... I know. He like, I go, didn't even have to, like, pull it out of him. It was no, amazing. No, it's, like, natural. So that, that means he's, like, he's was born to do this anyway. His, <laughs> his range can just go up and down. It's really cool. I love it. I love it. Well, while, um, while, we, while we were waiting on that, I went and looked up Pokemon Black and White 2, and it was for DS. So okay. There you go. Thank you, Timothy Hall, for getting to the bottom of that. It was very important business. So. Fact, <laughs> fact checker. Hey, so have you guys heard of this guy named Julian Knight? Julian Knight. Does that ring a bell? Mm -mm. A.K.A. the Hoddle Street Killer? Nope. It's a real guy. This is... This is uh, I feel like it's far enough removed, but this is ridiculous. Uh, so he went on a shooting spree on Hoddle Street, Melbourne, Australia, back in 1987. He killed seven people. Mm. He injured 19. Um, and the last seven years, he's been fighting to get a computer. And more recently, he's been fighting to get a PlayStation 3 in his jail cell. <laughs> oh my You're I was totally me. waiting for this to tie around. I was like, where is this going to happen? <laughs> what? That's, that's insane. Every year they said he's been pleading for a PlayStation 3. Yeah, so he can reenact a shooting spree, I guess. I have no idea what he wants to do, but I'm like, <laughs> no. no. The, you the gave judge that up a long over, time over. ago, man. <laughs> exactly. You gave up that privilege a long time ago. <laughs> no, they should Sayonara. totally, they should give him a PlayStation 3, put him in like a Call of Duty game and just let him get owned by everybody. Yep. No, what I think he should get is a PlayStation 3, a television but they keep the PlayStation 3 power cord. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So you can just sit there and you'll be like, hey, you wanted a PlayStation? Here it goes. Yeah. I was going to say just a shell of it and just give it to him. <laughs> like you <laughs> do when you was... go into all the model homes with the fake TVs, which yeah, is the, the plastic fake PS3. TVs. Just give them a fake <laughs> PS3, throw it on there and just say, have at it, buddy. Or if it was Timothy Hall, we could just give him a Wii U. In my yeah, game. there you go. This there you equally... go. That's perfect. <laughs> Fully plugged in and he still won't play it. Yeah. But he says he walks around and he can see that other inmates have computers in their jail cells and he feels like he's being wait a second why unfairly. do inmates have computers listen listen that's a whole different yeah. it's australia though so i don't even want to get into it but <laughs> that's it's a whole, that's to a whole jail. other podcast that we could get into yeah it's like it's supposed to be jail you don't get a ps3 yeah. in jail you know what's funny about australia now that you mentioned this story australia was started by convicts because basically the british brought them over there and just dumped them there that's very true yeah they did that's they're like crazy. have at it even though there's people here already. <laughs> yeah. And there's your history lesson for the day, folks. <laughs> the more you know. Yep. Boom, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> um, 
Another thing that I saw uh, that's kind of sneaking out that was under the radar for us that we haven't been talking about is uh, Remember Me. I don't know if you guys have seen this game, but it comes out on the 4th, which is in like a couple weeks. And uh, it's in Neo Paris. You know, they call everything Neo something when it's in the future. The year is 2084. And um, you play a girl named, I'm going to butcher this, Nylon, Nylon. N-I-L-I-N. Anyway, memories can be bought and sold in this world and digitized. And uh, yeah, so this girl, she's a memory hacker. She gets arrested and then her memory wiped and she breaks out and she's, you know, looking for her memory again or whatever. So I don't know. It kind of looks cool. You know what? Uh, Best Buy, their at Gamer Magazine had an article on that. I think it was two months ago and I was interested in it. And and now you just reminded me about that game. It looked really interesting, actually. I'm kind of curious. Yeah. So June 4th, I'm, I'm excited to see uh, what that does. Anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there. Uh, Hall, you got anything before we get into some questions? Oh, no. We got to get into some questions, man, because I got to get, get rolling soon. <laughs> he, he's got to get going. Right, oh, yo. yes. Oh, yes. So Do we got, it to it. We got a couple of questions. This one comes from Facebook from Mr. Garrett Jameson, as, as always. Um, favorite control. Represent. Favorite controller. Mine is between the Nintendo Wavebird and Xbox 360. I do admire Sony for always sticking with the DualShock design, though. Thoughts? I like the DualShock because that's all I know. Really. <laughs> <laughs> Router's dancing with who we came with. Right. Nice. I like it. I like Paul, the, you got an answer? I like the NES controller because it's basic and simple. And it was the it was one of the ones I started with. So I still like it. Yeah, um, I got to say, man, I might have to be boring. I might have to go with the PlayStation as well, only because they've stuck with it for so long that it feels like it's the it's like, I don't know. It just it feels like they hit something right and stuck with it. Some people hate it. But, you know, then again, some people love the N64 controller, which was oh, good. Looks like an, <laughs> it looks like an alien hand. There's no defending that. I know that thing is the, the worst. Um so, yeah, I, I got to stick with the, the Sony one as well. Yeah, the thing about the PlayStation controller is that if you if you have an actual PS1 controller, you can kind of see the refinements that they did over the years to mm-hmm. make it a little more ergonomic. Yeah. So. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you, Garrett. Um, we got another one from Facebook from Joey McPherson. Um, Has there ever been a time where you felt like you were done with video games? I'm kind of there right now. The past few mm. games I just couldn't get into. The last one, Borderlands, I played for an hour but didn't care. Also didn't care about Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon. I love Far Cry 3, but didn't care for Blood Dragon. I know I'll get back into them. Um, uh, the Last of Us and GTA 5 are coming out, so I'll be excited for that. Oh, Joey, it sounds like you're just going through a rough patch, brother. <laughs> and you know what? We are, here, we are here to walk you through it. Exactly. We are here to help. I guess that's one of the nice things about us not playing everything as it comes out is that we always have something to go back to when yeah. there's a dry spell. And, yeah, and I think that there's, I'm sure everybody goes through those kind of phases, and that's fine. It's a video game. You can do whatever you want. If you want to go outside and play, go outside and play. If you want to, you know, <laughs> you know, go travel, go travel. You're not, you're not stuck playing video games and they will always be here that's the beautiful thing about it they are yeah think, they're not going anywhere they're not going anywhere and i think a lot of it is just you know you don't have to always play the most recent games none of us are really playing well besides hall playing blood dragon like we're all playing like at least older games and i'm gonna keep 
playing a few older games too, just because a nothing is exciting us yet. But B, I mean, there's just so many, there's so many titles out there that you can grab that might reinvigorate you. So, you know, just look around and see what, see what looks good to you. Like I had kind of poo-pooed Sleeping Dogs and that, that game got me hooked back into those, those style mm-hmm. games anyway. It's kind of my yeah. style anyway that I like to play the action adventure and uh, open world games. But, you know, you'll find, you'll just keep looking and find some games. There's, yeah. there's tons of games that are cheap and, you know, look around and see what you like. Go ahead and stretch out too. try some stuff that you haven't played before. Like I know that when I first played uh, Guild Wars, I was like, huh, I've never played an MMO before. And I actually really loved it. And it was something totally different than what I'm used to playing. So maybe if you're in a dry spell, you know, like uh, <laughs> Voss said from Far Cry 3, he's like, did I ever tell you the definition of insanity? Yeah, you, you know, if you're, if you're playing the same stuff over and over and over and you're not really liking it, try something else, man. There's a game called Rift that's a MMO that people are loving and it's going free to play. So in uh, June 12th. So maybe, you know, pick up an MMO that, you know, is free to play and, and try something different. Hmm. Paul, go ahead. What were you saying? Oh, no, I was just going to say maybe go back and play some retro games that you didn't get to check out. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Go Great. go old school. <clears throat> Next question. All right, from Twitter, Mr. John Matthews. Hey, MTG, MTTG crew. What was the first game with quick time events that you played? For me, it was Dragon Slayer. I'm old. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what's funny? I'm right there with you, my man, because that was that was my game too. Dragon Slayer was the first time I played with quick time events. Yeah, I that's got to that be. Uh... Dragon Slayer, Space Ace. Those were my two games. I want to say it's got to be one of those two because I remember going over to my buddy's house and playing it on Laserdisc. Oh, Lord. Which is, people don't even know what that is anymore. Man, but, those uh, things were huge. Yeah, it's something that didn't take off. And those things were massive. Was, Dude, those things are, at all. are collector's items now. Big time. Oh, yeah, yeah, now they are. Yeah. It's got to be Dragon's Lair. I can't, I was, I can't think of anything earlier than that that used, for me, that I saw that used QuickTime movies or maybe I just didn't know. Um... Yeah, I mean, Dragon. It, I think everybody could pretty much say Dragon's Lair. So that's um, probably the biggest one that I saw. And and even then, I don't think it does it necessarily fit the definition of quick time events in in the sense that you know that you've got a button prompt that you press, or would that it, still just be considered? Well, you know, it might be early beta. Yeah, you know, yeah, you're right actually, because Dragon's Lair did the thing where it would flash the yeah. direction. Yeah. It yep. never yeah, gave so you that it, still. Yeah, it never gave you like full control. You'd have to kind of figure it out with a with a quick flash. And if you weren't quick enough, man, you were yeah. instantly killed. So yeah. theoretically, Dragon's Lair is the best quick the best use of quick time events because they didn't they didn't just <laughs> that's all it is. Yeah, they didn't just like show you the button and make it easy for you because quick time events are easy, really. But yeah. in Dragon Slayer, it was actually, it took skill and it was hard and you had to be quick. Yeah. It wasn't until two where they showed you where to press it. Yep. Good stuff. All right. Last question from William at Twitter. And this kind of ties in with the Xbox press conference, which is coming out on Tuesday, May 21st. Um, I know Game Trailers is starting their coverage at noon. I think Spike TV starts their coverage at 1 Eastern. But his point is pretty valid. What's the point of having Microsoft announcement on Spike, BT, Spike TV for normal con- Consumers, if most of us are at work, why not prime time? Because lot- it fits in with the news thing. Yeah. What do you mean? Oh, man, I just interrupted Tim again. Dang no, it. no, go you're fine. Go ahead. I was going to say it fits in with the like when a lot of the guys who buy games are at work at that time and they're probably reading news websites. So it fits in like perfect timing with that. 
that that and also i think they want to do everything in real time anyway look look at all the apple um announcements and all that stuff that's never it's never at prime time it's usually smack in the middle of the day anyway Mm -hmm. so you know to follow it's just i think it's uh, especially in tech it's pretty much a standard to kind of have it sometime in the middle of the day versus at prime time and they want a reason to get out of work yeah right (laughs) (laughs) they're like hey why don't we have our conference in the middle of the day then we have to go to work that day yeah but i mean when when e3 comes around i'll be on game trailers watching everything anyway and you know, I watched the, last year. I watched a ton of the press conferences, and it was like what two, three o'clock central. Yeah, some time. of them will be in the some of them will be in the evening. Like since it's in L.A., yeah, it's different. You know, it's it's easier because the you know they're on Pacific time. But yeah, the evening stuff too. They don't want to get in the way of your primetime TV shows. A lot yeah. of people watch Very shows around compete, then. Yeah. So Very good point. Yeah. Thanks good everybody point. for your questions. It's awesome that that closes out our question section. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We appreciate you guys writing in. Um, it's awesome. I know Hall's got to go, so we will wrap this up quick. I got to give a big shout out real fast to Ed Placencia. He put up that uh, he drew that I got tasered oh, by awesome. I got oh, tasered yeah. by George Lucas drawing. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was that so was funny. brilliant, dude. He's on a roll, by the way, with draw something. Is he's yeah, do- he's he's doing like a thirty day challenge. Thing. Yeah, he's on a roll. So Ed, keep going, man. Your stuff is awesome. That is yeah. awesome. We love it. Um. Uh, and I'll plug Ed real quick. Ed does comedy reviews on the side. Comedy-reviews.com, I think, is his website. So if you're into stand-up comedy, he reviews uh, those kind of things. Um, so we appreciate it. You guys check out the website. We put up that uh, six minutes of Watch Dogs, uh, which looks incredible yep. uh, on the website. So marriedtothegames.com. We're always there. It's always open and ready for you guys. Uh, we're on Twitter. MTTG cast is the handle. Holler at us on there. We're on Facebook.com. We want to say a big welcome to all our new Facebook likes people. However, that works out. <laughs> it like shot up in the last like week. And I was like, wait, where are all these people coming from? So that's awesome. Thanks for liking us on Facebook. Uh, rate us on iTunes. We're there as well. We're on Stitcher Radio. We're all over the place. We're easy to find. Married to the Games, just Google it. You know how to find us. We're on YouTube, youtube.com slash Married to the Games. We're caught up on there. Um, thank you, Router, for continuing with the pictures every oh, week fun. for the episodes. They're <laughs> awesome. Cool. They are fun. Um, Hall, thank you for editing us and making us sound oh so good. We love it. Um, big shout out to Kai Vilhelmson. Thank you for being on the show, my brother. Uh, appreciate you taking the time out. I'm Gabe Patillo for Tim Router, for Timothy Hall. We married to the game 035, and we up out this thing. Peace. <laughs>